Look at us. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J, and we are doing our thing. It is the very first day of October 2020, a Thursday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Big J, boo. Happy October to you. Whoa. Did I scare you? No. (laughs) No, but I feel like watching some scary movies for some reason. Do you? Yeah. All right. Favorite scary movie of all time. Fire it off. Uh, Her. Not a scary movie. Okay. Also um, not a horror film. And a good I movie. mean, I, I gotta go with it, it, The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. It's a good call. It's I mean, call. it's just a great, great movie. It is a fantastic film. And uh, for those of you that haven't seen it yet, shame on you. And I'm excited to see, uh, I think, on uh, Prime, uh, Prime uh, and released uh, James Carpenter's Vampires, which is oh, man. just, it's good and terrible at the same time. I saw that movie in the theater. Yeah, me too. I don't know what, because I, I mean, I, I wasn't like the James, uh, well, I, I enjoy James Carpenter. I'm not the diehard that you are. John Carpenter. John Carpenter, sorry. I, I, I was thinking James Woods. Yeah. And I don't know why I, uh, I I saw in the theater. I don't know what, it might have been the movie game, as a matter of fact, when I was still you playing son that of back a- in the day. Well, listen, I wasn't upset. I had a good time watching it and enjoyed it. But like, I don't remember seeing any previews for it. It was like, there's a movie I have to see. I just ended, I know I saw it in the theater, uh, maybe because I have a, a huge... Uh, affinity towards Daniel Baldwin and his <laughs> wonderful acting prowess, but either way, uh, it's it's now streaming on Prime. Yeah, Fun. yeah, October first. That's today. Fun. Enjoy that movie, everybody. It's uh, it's uh, it's something. Now, Mission to Mars is your least favorite John Carpenter. No, film, right? no, no. I enjoy that movie too. Okay, you did. I thought which one, which one, which Mars movie did you hate? Which Mars? Mission the, to Mars. Mission to Mars. Well, isn't that the no, what's what's the James? What's the John, John Car- Car- Carpenter one? The movie that I dislike the most. No, no, no. The one that the the the, the John Carpenter Mars movie. Yeah. It, no, it was. Did I say the same name? Yes. As you. Oh. Um, now I don't remember. I'm trying to erase spot. it from my memory because it's so terrible. That's the one you hated, right? But it would no. This wasn't a John Carpenter movie. Oh. Okay. I would never hate a John Carpenter movie. He did one about Mars, though, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. With Natasha Natasha Henstridge. Okay. And Ice Cube. I can't remember that one either. God. Well, you can't either. Don't get mad at me. I'm just trying to say. Either way, it's Horror Movie Month if you want to enjoy that. Maybe we'll make that part of the Pop Culture Smackdown theme today. Who knows? Either way, today you're getting a nerd alert on this very show. You are also going to have the chance to play some Pop Culture Smackdown. You are going to enjoy yourself a chance at maybe winning some cash courtesy of Multiplier Madness. And all sorts of other fun as we sally forth this morning. But we also need to play some music, which is what we'll do right now. Kick off the show with some Green Day. It's Welcome to Paradise here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on The X Rocks. Important stuff. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. Hey, check out the Crazy Cash Multiplier Scratch Games from the Idaho Lottery, where you can multiply your prize by 5, 20, 50, even 100 times the cash when cash prizes up to 300 grand. Just play today. Big J, we are in a full-blown third spike here in the Treasure Valley after starting the week with over 400 cases. We got to over 500 cases on Wednesday and now yesterday. We're up to over 600 cases, Big J. Damn. 641, to be specific, between the confirmed and probable. There have now been a whole bunch of cases since this whole thing began. The uh, It is the second highest number in well over two months. And so here we go. Uh, and it's so bad, Big J, that CDC is considering rolling back reopening schools. 
because the number of kids infected has increased exponentially. Uh, a lot, as a matter of fact, about 10% of cases, which was not nearly the case before schools opened back up. So there hasn't been any kind of announcement yet, but they are considering rolling that back and maybe going back to virtual learning because of it. Ada County, once again, the hotspot, 86 confirmed cases on Wednesday. Canyon County, 54. Twin Falls, 54. Alita County, 52. And it's a pretty dramatic uptick in confirmed cases over the last couple of days. Also on Wednesday, five new deaths reported in Idaho. Canyon, uh, Ada, Bonneville, Madison, Twin Falls counties each reported a single death. Statewide death total, unfortunately, up to 469. The state also released some hospitalization data yesterday. Uh, that's current as of Monday. There are 135 people throughout the state hospitalized. 36 of those are in the ICU still uh, needing help breathing. So there's the numbers. They're not pretty as of late, no. especially here in the state of Idaho. So keep that in mind. Did you watch any of the NBA Finals last night, Big J? I did not, know. Did you watch any of the uh, Major League Baseball playoffs yesterday? Nope. What did you watch? Criminal Minds. Oh, of course. Dumb question. I forgot. Lakers won game one of the finals last night over the Miami Heat, 116-98. to Anthony Davis, 34 points. LeBron James, 25. And now the Heat are going to be banged up. Goran Dragic ended up having to come out in the second quarter. Turns out he has a torn plantar fascia in his foot. Ouch. I hope I'm saying that right. Plantar fasciitis. There's no L in it. Fasciitis. There's no L in in fasciitis. There's no S either. I actually have had part of this injury, and I can't even say it. Uh, Bam Adebayo. Uh, there's no L, I keep telling you. Okay. Uh, he left in the third quarter after aggravating his th- shoulder, and so there's that. And then Jimmy Butler ended up twisting his ankle, too. So, uh, listen, the Heat got jaw-jacked in game one. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty fast series, unfortunately. Yeah, with these injuries, I'll amend my five games to four. Yeah, maybe, it, may be, uh, it may be done, but I hope not. I, I kind of am rooting for the Heat here a little bit just because I always like the underdog, but uh, I feel like the Lakers might win this one in a laugher. And then there were eight games yesterday. Houston beat the Twins 3-1. to one. That means they're moving on in the playoffs. Tampa Bay beat the Blue Jays 8-2. to two. They're also moving on. They sweep the series 2 to nothing. Yankees sweep the Indians thanks to a 10-9 back-and-forth game yesterday. Uh, they are moving on to take Tampa Bay on in the next round. Atlanta beat the Reds 1-0. to nothing. They lead that series 1-0. to zero. Miami over the Cubs. Miami leads that series. Uh, A's over the White Sox. That series is tied at one game apiece. There will be a deciding game three. St. Louis wins their game against the Padres and the Dodgers doubled up the Brewers 4-2. to two. L.A. leads that game 1-0. to nothing. I think that'll be a quick series, too, as a Brewers fan. Uh, they have no business being in the playoffs. They backed in, and I don't think they weren't even over 500, so not a good look. Big J, how many movies would you guess you've watched in the last two months? Just movies, not episodes of Criminal Minds. Movies. Movies. Uh, in two months, well, at least, uh, at least eight. At least eight. Streaming dumbass. Uh... That is correct. So, are those the only movies you've Probably, watched? Probably, yeah. Really? Just because you're watching TV shows and stuff and playing games? Yeah. Well, you are way below the average person. Uh, in the last two months, they have watched 20 movies, according to new research. Study of 20,000 Americans examined the part streamers that have played this, uh, that have played this summer uh, amid the coronavirus pandemic. Over half the respondents, 52%, say they streamed more than they would in a normal summer thanks to stay-at-home restrictions. The survey was conducted by one poll, uh, revealed that Americans aged 25 to 54 were watching the most television these days. The average person binged four TV shows in the past two months and eight movies. That's how much streaming television we are watching. I bet you I'm right around there. 
I, well, I actually, I feel like I'm above that with movies because that's really all that I've been doing recently has been watching some movies that I haven't watched in a while or need to catch up on. And I've watched a bunch of TV shows too. So uh, this is how I spend my time. And uh, that is making sense because you can't go anywhere right now. So, or probably shouldn't be. And so there's that. We're watching a ton of streaming. We knew that to be exact already, but now we kind of have a number associated with Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Uh, yesterday, Google held <laughs> its launch night in Nick uh, event where Google threw down with some new hardware. All right. Uh, two new Pixel phones for you, some smart speakers, and Google TV? Question mark? Huh? After introducing Android TV and YouTube TV, Google is bringing together all its uh, streaming services and platforms under one Google TV umbrella. Of course, being Google, this new platform heavily leans into enhancing searching and bringing in its virtual assistant into the picture using one universal search bar. Users will be able to look up shows and movies and find them on Netflix, Amazon, and more services all at once. Google TV will also bring tailored watching suggestions to the forefront of your home screen with a For You tab, similar to the way music streaming services have been able to analyze and suggest what you might like to listen to. All right, so I'm confused. Is this a new streaming service that you subscribe to, or is this a way to bundle all your streaming services together it's in a, one convenient location? It's a place location? to bundle everything kind of like similar to Roku. I love this. So so here's the, even the better news, all right? So, of course, with Google TV, you might find the new Google Chromecast with Google TV handy. Google has new streaming service, or uh, the new streaming device, and it's, not, uh, it's a lot smaller now that it's running Google TV. So with an Android operating system running on the back end, users will be able to download Download all their favorite streaming services. The Google Chromecast with Google TV also supports streaming 4K HDR content up to 60 uh, frames per second and Dolby Vision support. It also uh, is one of Google's most affordable streaming services or devices yet at only $49.99, which is less than the Chrome cost of the Chromecast Ultra. And it's also available to purchase right now. So a big selling point for me, though, here is that uh, it, uh, one of those streaming services available to Google TV is HBO Max. Okay, so now that makes a whole lot more sense why it's not available on Roku TV. Well, like I mean, they probably did a deal uh, to be able to be the exclusive uh, provider for this in one particular. Well, I mean, you can access HBO Max on Hulu as well if you want to, and on Amazon Prime. So it's not like you don't have access to it; you just can add the on channel Amazon to Prime. Yes, you can add the you can add HBO Max as a channel to Amazon Prime that you can access there. You want Roku because you're already paying for HBO Max, and you want to be able to access it using your. Your password, which you cannot do on Hulu or on Amazon Prime. Google, it sounds like you can do this, but uh, yeah, that's that's why we want it. We want it on Roku, is because it's a different, separate app that you can just log in with. But you can add it as a premium channel add-on to any of the streaming services that have this kind of stuff. You just can't log in with like your Directv password, which sucks. Yeah, well, uh, true, but I mean, uh, you can navigate. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, and so, but that's uh, available now for Google TV. I so like it. you can get on there and try that out. Uh, tomorrow, we have a brand new Star Wars game to check out. Nick, Star Wars Squadrons. Squadrons will arrive on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. It's from EA, but not at the usual price points. You're not going to be paying $69.99 or $70, bucks, whatever, for this. The standard price of this game is $40. Bucks. Now, EA says it's because of the scale of the game. 
course, it's a flight simulator for the most part. Uh, the campaign spends its roughly seven-hour run of missions jumping between the dueling perspectives of, of the crumbling empire and a freshly new, formed new republic just after the events of the Return of the Jedi, Nick. So uh, the way it weaves the stories of two rival squadrons together sets up clever scenarios, sometimes letting you spring ambushes on your other half only to have the next mission swap perspectives so you can deal with the aftermath of your own actions. It's very cool, and developer uh, Motive Studios continues to prove it knows how to make a game fit seamlessly in the Star Wars universe. So much like Jedi Fallen Order, uh, something a little different, and we'll see how this plays out. But, I mean, Jedi Fallen Order was a lot of fun and was really successful. Uh, I didn't like Fallen Order as much as you did, but uh, are you interested in it? Because one of the things you didn't like about the other game was the flying stuff. Yeah, Battlefront 2, uh, the Battlefront stuff, I never really got into that, uh, but uh, we'll see. I mean, 40 bucks it's not a bad way, and I'm sure at some point it'll be on Xbox Game Pass or Sony PlayStation uh, Network or whatever the subscription service is. PlayStation Now. Uh, PlayStation Now. Thank you, Nick. Um, so, yeah, but uh, not, cool, not, not bad, and especially if you already have like a joystick and stuff, this is perfect for that uh, scenario. And if you're doing flight simulator stuff, uh, might be worth checking out for 40 bucks. Cool. That your nerd alert? That's a nerd alert. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up some important stuff. Plus, we're going to hell. Here's traffic. Meanwhile, let's check out your ride into work. Let's see what's going on out there with CB. Eastbound 94 is sluggish in Nampa between the Carter Midland Interchange. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The Ohio State University, Big J, feels like they have cracked the code to getting people to actually read news articles. Oh, really? Because we all know it's not happening. People are just spreading stuff without actually reading articles or commenting on things without actually reading it. Unfortunately, Big J, in today's day and age, uh, it, it will not be done in order to fix it. But at least they've come up with a solution. And that solution is, Big J... Do not give people an opportunity to like or share an article. If you have that opportunity, people are much more likely to read it as opposed to just upvote it or downvote it or pass it on without reading anything but the headline, according to the study that they put it up together. 77% more likely to read something if it's not shareable on our social media than if it were. Especially, I can't share this, damn it. I, I, I should read it. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, well, I can't just randomly pass it on to people without, you know, getting more details about what it is. Especially when it's about controversial topics, meaning politics or something like that. Like an article book report at the end? Uh, kind of. Uh, when there's no interactive element, they're much more likely to actually read all the details about a particular article, which is interesting. Participants in the study were even more likely to click like without reading it if the headline already fits their point of view. That should probably make sense to you already. Yeah. Uh, that should surprise nobody. But the reality of the situation is every website in this entire crazy mixed up world is looking for clicks and shares. And so you're never going to get a point where a media place or any kind of website is not going to make their content shareable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it defeats the purpose for them if you're even posting it. Correct. The idea is to generate revenue for whatever site that they are doing so, and they can't do so without your likes, clicks, and shares. Now we need them, people. Get with it! That's the free market that we're living in right now, everybody. So that's what I'm saying. Ohio State University has cracked the code for us to stop 
sharing things without actually reading the articles and actually getting all the facts. The problem is we live in a society that will never allow us to do those things. You got an A for that? What do you mean? Well, I don't know. I'm just imagining some students did that for some project. I'm like, I could have told you that. I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know. Could you have told her that people would read an article if it wasn't shareable? Sure. Well, you probably could have said it, but I don't think you would have come to that conclusion. I certainly wouldn't have. I thought that uh, there'd be something that might be people read it, but not the opportunity to completely erase it from your social media. But either way, uh, it ain't going to happen anytime soon. So don't look for anything to change. Just know that a solution has been found, but we don't live in a kind of world where it's going to be able to be done. Lakers win game one of the NBA Finals last night. They beat the Miami Heat 116-98. Anthony Davis, 34 points. LeBron James, 25. The Heat had three players injured in the game. Uh, That doesn't bode well for them as the series moves forward. Game two is Friday night. Eight games were played yesterday in Major League Baseball. Astros, Rays, Yankees, Braves, Marlins, A's, Cardinals, and Dodgers all winners. Houston, Tampa Bay, and New York all swept their series and move on to the second round. Uh, of the AL series, the Oakland-Chicago series will go to a Game 3, a deciding Game 3. The NL games Game 2 will be played today. Sunday's scheduled NFL game between the Titans and the Steelers has officially been postponed after now nine members of the Titans have tested positive. There was another new case yesterday. Uh, the league made the announcement Wednesday, giving it another day to see if the team's outbreak is under control or if they need to figure things out a little bit further. So we'll have more information later on today, but know that they're going to move the game to either Monday or Tuesday. Uh, if it goes to Tuesday, that's going to that, the ripple effect is going to be felt for a while, I feel like. You know and what I mean? And it's going to be weird. Right. Really weird. Well, it won't be nationally televised, first of all. So you'll have to deal with that. And I don't know if it'll be on like Red Zone or something like that. I'm not sure. Um, but either way, it's just one of those deals where they're kind of figuring it out as it goes. Best case scenario, no additional positives are found out today. If that is the case, we got a real situation on our hands. And the NFL is going to have to figure out what the hell to do to make this all happen. You're not a fan of The Godfather, are you, Big J? No, not really. Uh, then you will have zero interest in the fact that they are making a movie about the making of the movie The Godfather a fictionalized telling of the studio Paramount trying to put together this movie that ended up being one of the considered to be one of the greatest movies of all time put together by Francis Ford Coppola Oscar Isaac is going to play Francis Ford Coppola Jake Gyllenhaal will play uh, the head of Paramount Studios Robert Evans in a movie about the making of The Godfather Barry Levingson will direct the movie. It is called Francis and the Godfather. It's based on a blacklist script by Andrew Farot, who has developed uh, this movie with Levingston. The feature will chronicle the battles between Francis Ford Coppola, who was 31 at the time, a fairly new filmmaker, and Evans, which included taking a gamble on casting Marlon Brando, who had not had a hit movie in years, and the arguments with the studio had about casting a little-known actor named Al Pacino in the movie as well. So... You will see a movie about making a movie. If you are interested in that kind of thing, it's coming wow. soon. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Big J, we will use today's We're Going to Hell story as a friendly reminder that even when we are doing good things for good people, and we've been on this earth for a long period of time, say over 40 years, we're still deep down inside. 11-year-old kids, you understand? Yeah, of course. Like, our maturity levels, we can pretend they change, but they never really change. No. 
And uh, today is a story of a man named Ruben Lopez of Chicago. And Ruben Lopez of Chicago has been a cyclist for the last 20 plus years of his life. He loves doing cycling. And he was planning on taking several bike tours this year to, you know, help his stamina, maybe uh, enter a couple of races. Who knows? But guess what happened? Uh, he, he died. God, no. Okay. Well, you Co- said guess what happened? COVID-19 happened, so they canceled. Oh, no, no. Man, that's what happened to all the uh, big, gigantic guesser. <laughs> events that has happened this year is COVID-19 took it all down. And so he had been doing some cycling on his own and out there doing some exercising, but he he just wasn't happy with how much he was pushing himself. And so he decided to do something a little bit bigger, a little bit more on a grand scale. Get a Peloton. And, of course, he also wanted to tie in some charity in some way. And so he wanted to raise some money for Yemen relief. And then he's like, okay, what do I do? I go on a big, long bike ride and raise some money. That's cool. Sounds like a great idea. So that's when he came up with the idea to put together a big, gigantic, long run, about 2,500 miles from one part of the United States to the other. He decided he was going to start his cycling tour in Washington and end it in Ohio. And that's a long time, man. And uh, and then he is like, okay, I want to do good things. I want to raise a bunch of money, but I want to make this the most immature thing that I possibly can. And oh, so, he set out to do it that way. Well, I, I don't I mean, he had to, just judging by the, the final product that he decided to put together. Because he's, he's beginning his journey at Poo Poo Point in Washington, okay? Okay. And he's going to ride his his bicycle all the way to Pee Pee Creek in Ohio. So he's going from Poo Poo Point to Pee Pee Creek. Poo Poo Pee Pee. From Poo Poo to Pee Pee. From Poo Poo to Pee Pee. And he's riding 69 miles a day. Ah ha ha, you get it? <laughs> I, why, man? Because he's 11 years old. I mean, that's the only way that the business makes sense. He, he, you know, inside he thinks this is the funniest thing in the world. I'm riding my bike from poo poo to pee pee. Let me guess, hugely successful. Yeah, of course he's he is. He's raised one billion dollars. Oh, I don't know how much money he's raised. I don't know if he started doing all that kind of stuff yet. He's he's uh, planning. He's in the middle of it. I don't have any numbers as exactly what's going on. But I tell you this, it, it's gotten so popular that he's not done. He wants to complete another 2,500 miles and go from PP Creek in Ohio all the way to PP Island in Newfoundland. And that's where he wants this actual journey to wrap up now. So, poo-poo to PP to PP. That's the idea. And meanwhile, the 10-year-old and all of us is giggling nonstop. Poo-poo PP. Poo-poo PP. Poo-poo gaga. 69 miles a day. We're all we're all just rolling around. Sounds more like the 11 month old than us. <laughs> Having a good time. And so, there's that. Ruben Lopez has taken it. He's calling it a meme ride. So there's that too. And he's trying to put it all together. At least he's doing it for charity. So there is some goodness involved in all of it. But there isn't a whole lot of maturity. It's kind of like Forrest Gump, but a little bit different. Not so much beard. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. We're going to try to give away some money with Multiplier Madness. That's happening next on the x Rock. <laughs> Pretty reckless, that is Heaven Knows here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And we are trying to give people some cash. 
possibly from the Idaho Lottery and their Scratch game. It's pretty awesome. It's called Multiplier Madness. How are we doing it, Big J? Yeah, it's pretty easy. Uh, you be Caller X, so we'll hook you up with $10 in Crazy Cash Multiplier Scratchers from the Idaho Lottery, where you could win up to 5 10 20 or even 50 times your cash prize on every ticket. Uh, the... Uh, the scratch game's going pretty well, man, and uh, not so well trying to give this money away. So once you get in here, you can uh, double up or nothing, uh, get $20 in scratchers, or we'll give you one more chance to double or nothing that, so you get $40 worth of scratchers or nothing, and it's all up to you. you got to answer the questions. That's correct. You have to bet on yourself sometimes, and it has worked out in some cases, not so much in others, and so... We ask if you're over 21 and want to play this little thing, you get on the uh, the phone 208-287-1003 to play a game called Multiplier Madness. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, The X. How you doing, buddy? What's your name? Jay. All right, Jay, you are up first, Jay. Uh, you need a topic of questions, and that's the way this is going to work tonight on Fox. It looks terrible, but they are premiering a show called Let's Be Real. Have you seen the commercials for this, Big J? No, I haven't. Uh, it's a puppet show based on politics, and it looks oh, God. almost no. unwatchable. No! Um, but in honor of that, not recommending that you watch it at all, but we are going to kind of twist your questions in the way of puppets and puppet shows and so that will be your category of questions, puppets and puppetry. So uh, as of right now there, Jay, you have $10 from the Idaho Lottery in scratch tickets. Would you like to put it on the line to answer a question, double or nothing style, for up to $20? Or you want to take your 10 and go home? I'll it up. All right, here's question number one. Jim Henson voiced and helmed this banjo-playing green character that many consider to be the head of the Muppets. Who would that be? Ask me the one that I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing? Nothing. All right, sir. Fozzie? Fozzie Bear is incorrect. Right. Heidi Ho! Yeah, Fozzie Bear, unfortunately, is yellow and a bear and uh, not accurate. And so, uh, you walk away with nothing, Jay, but thank you very oh, much no, for calling Jay. in. Thank you very much. What was the answer, Big Jay? Kermit the Frog. Right. Kermit the Frog is correct, and that would have gotten you uh, $20. If you were to go double or nothing, the $40 question was, Frank Oz is a pretty famous puppeteer. He performed Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, who Jay said. Cookie Monster as well, but he was also the man behind this Jedi Master from Star Wars. Um, uh, yeah, the, uh, the little guy. Are you really? You're kidding me. You don't remember the name? Um, I might be having mental oh, issues. no. Yoda, Yoda. Yoda, come on. Right. All right, just making sure. Yes, Yoda would have been the $40 question. Uh, once again, Can I have those scratchers? No, you may uh, not. You've already won your, your allotted amount of money from the Idaho Lottery. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J will play that game again tomorrow for another chance at $40 coming your way. In the meantime... The questions would be a lot easier. Those were hard? Apparently. Kermit the Frog and Yoda? Yeah. I think we might have just gotten the one guy that didn't know a whole lot about puppets. I mean, no. I mean, when we're talking easy, we're talking, what's the name of this program? <laughs> That's easy. Well, sometimes it depends on who you get there as well. Hey, what's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Get ready to have your mind blown, Big J. Okay. Ready. Australian scientists have officially determined that time travel is theoretically possible. Well, not just time travel. Oh, yeah. Free will time travel. 
Physicists from the University of Queensland use mathematical modeling to solve what is called the grandfather paradox. Now, according to the paradox, changing the past would then change the future. Therefore, it altered the events that sent you back in time in first place, which can, in theory, trap you in the past, right? However, new research shows that the events would recalibrate around you, preventing any inconsistency with future events, and that you should be able to be just fine. The lead researcher, Dr. Fabio Costa, says the math checks out, and the results are the stuff of science fiction. So now, the question becomes, when do they figure out how to do it? Yeah, great. Proving it's possible is one thing, but nice, then... Nice paper. But want you prove that time travel is real first. Make it all happen. Question becomes, Big J, if you were gifted the ability to time travel, you going backwards or you going forwards? Well, I, I don't, I don't know if you can go forwards. Well, that's the that's the interesting thing about this. I haven't seen a lot of uh, the information on that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they, they talk about time travel, mm-hmm. but it's always going back when these guys, these huge nerds with the big heads, they don't. Well, they don't eventually, talk about future. You have to go back to the future, don't you? Pardon the pun. But if you travel Great in the past, Scott! you are going to have to travel forward to get back, right? Well, you'd be traveling to present. Well, but it's the future when you're in the past, you see? It's traveling forward when you're back there. But it's your present. See? I don't care what this paper says. It's still confusing. <laughs> All time travel is. But no, I that would... That would uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'd be the great person to go back in time. Why not? I, I just think it would be a bad idea. You're saying that you would do some sort of butterfly effect thing that might cause more reproduction yeah. or replication yeah. in the future. Okay, I, I get it. I understand. You're probably right. I mean, you might. I'm. Who knows? I might be the reason there's no more Taco Johns in the Treasure Valley. Well, I think you you're know, single-handedly have, keeping them around. For a I while. may have. Well, I may have gone back in time and screwed it all up. <laughs> we don't know. Well, you would know. Would I? What happened if I got back and there was some sort of chain event that left me without my memory of the events. You remember everything but the events of your time travel? I don't even remember that. You don't remember what? Exactly! Alright, we've lost everybody. Hey, uh, listen, turns out there's not going to be any Titans-Steelers game this week. Updated uh, this morning, not too long ago, additional cases were found in the Tennessee Titans team, and so the NFL has decided to postpone the Steelers and Titans game for later in the season. That probably means some reshuffling of bye weeks or uh, something. Who knows? And also, we don't know the extent still of uh, how much this reaches the Titans organization. So here's the bad news. If you're a Steelers fan or a Titans fan, you're not playing this week. And if you have any of those team players on your fantasy team, you need to adjust accordingly, Big J, to make sure you're not playing Derrick Henry. Oh, yeah, I'm not. He ain't going to get the start this week. So keep I that in mind. I put in a waiver. Look at this, making moves. Lakers won game one of the NBA Finals last night, 116-98. to Game two is on Friday. Can I interest you, Big J, in a Conan the Barbarian live-action series for Netflix? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. What do you mean? Depends on who's in it. Well, uh, you like Jason Momoa. Did you watch the last one? <laughs> yeah, of course. You did? Was it any good? Uh, it was. It was. Nah. I did not. He. It was not his best stuff. Okay. Uh, but it, is it his fault, or did he just have not a lot to work with? I think it was on all, all parties involved. 
Either way, the move would fit into Netflix's strategy of acquiring globally recognizable stories to build the universe of films and TV shows, including uh, the Chronicles of Narnia book. Uh, they did some Ronald Dahl novels as well. Uh, the character, of course, most famously played by Arnold Schwarzenegger in a movie back in 1982, which made him a global superstar. And then the sequel, which was called what, Big J? Do you remember? The 1984 sequel to Conan the Barbarian was called? Oh, I don't remember. Conan the Destroyer. The Destroyer. Uh, and then, of course, back in mm. 2011, they made a Conan the Barbarian reboot that was Jason Momoa in the role fresh off of Game of Thrones. It did not do well. It wasn't well received, and I didn't see it. But we'll see what ends up happening with Netflix's. If anything is is normal, it's usually somebody that you haven't heard of before. So you probably have to take a waiver on it if you want to have any interest in the code. What if they cast Momoa, though? What if they bring him back? Would you be interested in that? Sure, yeah. Okay. Or better yet, Arnold. Well, he might come back as like... Didn't he, wasn't he supposed to like come back at yeah, some point? Yeah, they were going to do another movie. Yeah. But I think uh, with the, the way Terminator turned out... <laughs> kind of went away. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up some pop culture smackdown. Culture smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And here's your opportunity to get qualified to win yourself a CF Moto Z Force 800 Trail UTV from Birds of Prey Motorsports. This thing is badass and waiting for you to win it here in just uh, 11 days. We'll get this way on October 12th. Uh, it's brought to you by Westmark Credit Union, Adam and Eve, and here, us here at 100.3 The X Rocks. Now, we'll get you qualified uh, just by uh, calling up and uh, playing along at Pop Culture Smackdown with tickets, Nick, to Corey Taylor, for him or against him? Whoa, what? Yeah. Man? Yeah, live from the forum uh, tomorrow afternoon. And uh, now you see you can't watch it live. It will be available for 72 hours post-live stream. Uh, it is going to be a really cool event. So uh, something for you, a little extra. You know what I'm saying? All right, we'll give you a code to watch the live stream of Corey Taylor tomorrow free of charge. And we'll also get you qualified for that UTV if you want to play Pop Culture Smackdown. You need a telephone number in which to do that, 208-287-1003. And then you must complete the task of beating Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown. Let's see if somebody's got the goods. Hello, the X. Hi. What's up, man? What's your name? Mike. All right, Mike, you are up first. Mike, this famous co-host of Wheel of Fortune has been turning letters since you were in short pants. Who is it? Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak. Wrong. Incorrect. Pat Sajak does not turn the letters. He merely announces them. I think the word host confused him. I said co-host. Hello, oh, the X. No. Good morning. Hey, good morning. You're up first, or second, I should say. This famous co-host of Wheel of Fortune has been turning letters since you were in short pants. Who is it? Vanna White. Right. Vanna White is correct. Vanna White. Big J, this Glee cast member is taking over as host of The Weakest Link on NBC. Who is that? Jane Lynch. Right. Correct. What is your name, please? Amber. Amber. Uh, this gentleman created the TV series Family Guy and voices characters like Peter, Brian, Stewie, and Quagmire. Oh, my gosh. It is... That's... Mm. McFarland? Yep. Right. Seth McFarland. Well Big done. J, name one of the two anchors SNL has had on the weekend update desk for the last seven years. Oh, man. Just one Seth of Myers. Two. Seth Myers. Seth Myers is incorrect. Seven years? Come on. Seth Myers stopped in 2012. Sorry, buddy. It's been the same two people for the last seven years. 
Who is it? Uh, one of them is Colin Jost, who is hanging out with the Scarlett Johansson these days, and the other one is Michael Che. Those are the two that have been oh, the man. weekend update anchors for the last seven years. You know years. what? I don't even feel bad about it. Uh, congratulations, Amber. You got yourself some Corey Taylor action tomorrow, and you're also going to be qualified for that UTV. Hold on tight. The best uh, anchor of all time on SNL? The best weekend update yeah. anchor, in my opinion? Well, it's Norm McDonald. Yep, Norm McDonald. We're ingredients. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your fun that is pop culture smackdown. We'll do some headlines next on the X. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by GoTeamMazda.com. Guys, it's your perfect stop for your next new or used car adventure. Help celebrate the grand reopening right there at the website. They got the updated inventory, the payment calculator, the Fresh Start credit button all right there at the click of your mouse, and you can check it out for yourself right now. It's a great place to get started. Go TeamMazda.com from Team Mazda. Big J, your headlines are as follows. The perfect crime. Hey, ladies, and Bill Belichick is pissed. Hey, ladies. A sex shop in your home state of Montana, Big J, is sending free sex toys to ladies who pledge their vote in the upcoming election. Oh, man. Billy McWilliams is the owner of the Erotique Shop in Bozeman, Montana. You've been there a couple times, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Just in the back, though. He says he'll be sending out 2,200 bullet vibrators in either red, white, or blue to women all across the country. Doesn't matter what your political affiliation is. The toys will be sent out with stickers that said, I voted. He's looking to take pledge. Those looking to take the pledge and receive their free toy can do so at greatamericanorgasm.com. Big J. Hallelujah. Log on and then log off and do whatever you need to do once you get that little package in the mail, if you will. Uh, what, listen, whatever motivates people to register and get voted uh, is fine by me. Be it sex toys or bikini pictures of one of the Kardashians or whatever it may be. Whatever is sending people to the right place to have their voice be heard, regardless of what their voice is trying to say, I'm all for it. Yeah, no kidding. The perfect crime or Bill Belichick is pissed. The perfect crime. Gregory Blue claims that his blood was found on the scene of an armed robbery. Why? Because a phlebotomist dropped his DNA on the scene of a crime from an airplane. What? Connecticut State Police arrested Gregory Blue on Friday in connection with the armed robbery of a Chinese restaurant last year. But Blue claims that police planted his DNA at the scene before accusing a phlebotomist who took his blood years ago of dropping it on the scene from above from an airplane. Now, that being said, pretty amazing if that's the case, right? Yeah. First of all, you got to have a key because he said he was taking, he got his blood taken as part of a physical and he thinks that it was the phlebotomist that took his blood that then planted his blood on that scene. So the phlebotomist would have to hold on to the blood for about six to seven years, according to Blue, then be on an airplane, and then be over a Chinese restaurant that was getting robbed, and then drop it right in the right place at the exact time to get him accused of that crime. So that's against the laws of a lot of things, physics included, but pretty impressive that that's the case. What if he's right? Million to one shot, Doc. What if he's right? Now, it's kind of like a Dexter situation, I guess. If you're if you're like a if you're like a wanting to get people arrested for a bunch of armed robberies and you're a phlebotomist, that's a it's a great way to plan evidence, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like Dexter having the inside knowledge of a police, you know, forensics unit is a great way to make sure he doesn't get caught doing what he's doing. This could be the perfect crime. But I'm not buying it, no offense. It's the airplane thing I can't wrap my head around. 
Yeah, that's uh, that doesn't make any sense. If he had another excuse, like he was hang gliding or something, then maybe he would he would he would get me. But not in an airplane. We'll wrap it up with Bill Belichick is pissed. The Supreme Court of Ireland has seriously dissed the Subway sandwich chain, Big J, ruling that the bread used for its hot sandwiches contains too much sugar to meet the legal definition of bread. Worst yet, the ruling means that Subway sandwiches can't be sold as staple food, which mean, which is what Subway was trying to prove that their bread was so that they wouldn't have to pay national sales tax in Ireland. Unfortunately, that means they will have to. According to The Independent, the sugar contact, the content in Subway's bread is 10% of the weight of the flour in the dough. That defines bread. The law in Ireland defines bread as having no more than 2% total sugar, fat, and other additives. So if it isn't bread, what is it? It's bread! Some other kind of baked good, according to the judge. I mean, it's not. A cookie? Donut? Cake? We want a footlong on cake? It's whipped cream on top? Bagel? Maybe? I mean, you think a bagel has less sugar than that because it's pretty dense, but... I don't know. Uh, it sure smells like uh, damn bread when I walk into a subway. That's how they get you. That's how they get oh, you. Oh, man. Don't know you're sh- pumping your veins full of sugar. Herb you cheese. have called the devil before. Man. You've called sugar the devil. Just want to dip it in something. In what? Some aju. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. Does Subway sell uh, aju? No. Okay. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. There's your headlines. You're up to date on a lot of stuff, including what Big J's fantasizing about. More chance to win some codes. Do check out that concert tomorrow. The live streaming event will be happening throughout the uh, day here today and tomorrow here on the X. So pay attention for that. That's Corey Taylor, Black Eyes Blue, here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And Big J, maybe the flavored thing is going too far, right? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this a couple of times, and the biggest offender seems to be Mountain Dew, uh, trying to log jam uh, their their name into stuff that it probably doesn't belong. And uh, they, they tweeted out uh, that uh, it's time to fire up your taste buds with an explosion of the Dew flavor you know and love. We're partnering with Joel Embiid and sauce experts I Burn to release a limited edition Mountain Dew hot sauce. Uh, help choose the flavor voting at September 30th. So it's already passed uh, yesterday. Uh, the, the choices were uh, Perry Perry, uh, Fatali, uh, I don't even know, Fatal Ali, Fatal Lee, Habanero, and, and Dadel. I don't know. There must be some weird names that I don't know anything about. Unfortunately, one of the, one of the options wasn't none. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I I am an unapologetic fan of Mountain Dew. We've talked before about how I'm not really a fan of the other flavors. Mountain yeah, Dew see, has. I like code. I like code red. Besides but. the, but this appears to be like a natural Mountain Dew flavored hot sauce. But the one thing, here's what I do know: in my life, I, I have heard lots of things about different people's flavors for Mountain Dew and their favorite ones. What I've never heard anybody said was, "I just wish this Mountain Dew tasted spicier." <laughs> I wish that this was hot sauce. Oh man, I could put it on. <laughs> Like, if this is a thing, it's the new deal at Taco Bell, right? Because they do all the Mountain Dew flavors and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and they love, you know, crisscrossing brands. So having a Mountain Dew hot sauce, whoa. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I mean, what the, what about Mountain Dew makes it want to be spicy or makes you want to have that taste in your mouth? I don't, I don't. I don't get it. I don't. But there's a lot of things out there that flavor, and especially I'm not the guy to talk about about hot sauce anyway. Because I, I wish I, don't, I wish you could be a hot sauce aficionado. I don't. I don't. I don't ever put it on any of my stuff. My body just can't handle it. So whether they make this or not is is not going to affect my life at all. I just know that. I know what Mountain Dew tastes like. I just can't imagine what a spicy version of that would taste like. Nor would that be good to me. 
in any way, shape, or form. But it is for a limited time. It doesn't appear to be like a, a mass, uh, you know, production kind of a thing. It's going to be one of those deals where probably tough to get a hold of and probably for a good reason as well. But, I want to see Joe and B drink it before a game, just like out of the hot sauce bottle. Would you try it? Sure, if they send it to me for free. Right, you're not going to pay for yeah, anything. No, I, I hope I, I would prefer it be the habanero version because I, I do like that, and I think it is a good flavoring for most hot sauces. But um, yeah, I would try it, but All I'm right. not going to seek it out and be like, ah, yeah, you know. I mean, I'm not, not, I'm not like the hot sauce subscription guy either. Yeah, I was wondering I'm if that was picky. something you would do. And not only that, but I mean, like, if you're trying a new hot sauce in particular, is there something that you'd like to put it on just to kind of get a good base? Um, yeah, your tongue. Oh, is that it? Just raw? Yeah, usually okay. if you're going to try something, uh, you want to try and see what the flavor style is. You don't, like, put it on, like, a taco just to kind of see? It's usually nah, just... Yeah, because it could, depending on, you know... The taco could mess yeah. it up? Got it, got or it. Or a, a dry cracker. Example, like a saltine? Yeah, saltine. Okay. Uh, not like a Triscuit? Not like a cracker that's been dipped in au jus. <laughs> oh, God, man, gross. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Some bad impressions are next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> On 100.3, the X. Yeah, we've got uh, prizes here galore, man. Uh, Jackson's gift cards. We've got a $25 gift card to hook you up with. We'll get you uh, that. and You can do whatever you want with that at Jackson Food Stores, by the way. Uh, we'll also get you tickets to uh, Corey Taylor's live stream event for him or against him, which is tomorrow at uh, about 3 o'clock Mountain Time. It uh, will be live for... Well, it'll be available for you to put live stream for 72 hours after the event <laughs> live live stream it's all very confusing if you can figure out bad impressions we'll get you all that all right 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you'd like to play bad impressions it works like this big j's got three clues now each one of those clues broken down individually points to somebody that is pretty famous if you can put them all together and figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less then you're going to check out Corey taylor you're also going to have a chance to uh, get some cool stuff that way with some Jacksons. So get on the phone and play a little game with us. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Good morning. What's up, man? What's your name? This is Dan. All right, Dan, you're up first. I start as the man with no name and fistful of dollars, good, the bad, and the ugly, and for a few dollars more. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know, but let's hear next clip. I took a long break from doing westerns until I directed and starred in Unforgiven. Oh, yeah. Uh, next one. <laughs> Go ahead. Make my day, punk. <laughs> That's Clint It sure is, Dan. Congratulations. Hang on one second. Dude, we'll get you that Corey Taylor passcode, and we'll also uh, hook you up with that Jax's $25 gift card. You can support some local businesses. Why is Clint Eastwood in the news? Uh, well, you know, he's not necessarily in the news, but you know, of course he did star in the movie A Fistful of Dollars, uh, directed by Sergio Leone. And uh, according to Deadline, Mark Gordon Pictures has acquired the rights to both Fistful of Dollars and Akira Kurosawa's uh, Yojimbo. Yeah, which is uh, a 1961 samurai epic uh, from which, uh, at one point in time, they sued a fistful of dollars because the plot was so similar. It was the exact same. Um, and uh, the Game of Thrones writer, Brian uh, Cong Cogman, is in talks to open the series for the small screen. So they're going to take this to uh, TV series, uh, and that being a fistful of dollars. All right. And I, would th I mean, how do you not try to get Scott Eastwood to do this? It's a good question. Maybe. I mean, that would be great. That would be awesome. I would be so into that. I don't know. I mean, 
what else is he doing other than the fast and like I mean does he have enough oh, other than being his kid does he have enough of a pull do you think other than drawing people just like well, Clint Eastwood I, I know but that's, there's more to that than just the character anyway. he, no really I mean he, that, what I'm saying he, is he there's more squint there's more I've seen character. him do it in pictures he, that's all he needs to do is squint and grunt <laughs> I'm guessing if you're making a whole series out of it it's going to have to be a little bit Listen, more involved a fistful of dollars good the bad the ugly man with no name uh, you, you know they it's not like those were uh, uh acting award-winning performances by Clint Eastwood. No, but they were certainly career-defining. <clears throat> sure. And, you know, it was one of those deals where there's going to have to be a little bit more substance to them, I'm guessing, is my point. Especially for today's marketplace. You can't you can't get away with just what, what a, a shop-by-shop remake of Fistful of Dollars and have people care. Well, it is a TV series, so That's it's a little different. But, yeah, I'd be into watching it, though. All right. No matter what, no matter who they cast? Well, I don't know. We'll see. All right. What about Aaron Paul? What if what if they do that? No. That's right. You're allergic to him. There's your bad impressions. Right. Morning after with Nick and Bing J. We will <laughs> wrap up the show here next on the X Rock. Hey, tra- <laughs> Deftones and Ohms wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J for this Thursday. Thanks for hanging out with us as we kick off the month of October. Hopefully it will be a good one for you and yours. We had a chance to give away some Corey Taylor passcodes today. Had a chance to qualify somebody for that UTV. Did not give away any money for Multiplier Madness. No, we will tomorrow, though. Uh, so Big J is promising. We'll no see what happening. around. Uh, of course, uh, and then we had a chance to get a little bit of a nerd alert from Big J this morning as well and talk Mountain Dew Hot Sauce of all things. That's a thing, too. So a productive Thursday. Thank you for hanging out with us. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, Nick, I know you're going to be gone uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I also know that you, uh, you just moved into a new place and you got... You know, you might need a few kitchen gadgets. I'm hosting a Pampered Chef party online, Nick. You are. And so, guess what? You don't even have to be here, and you can still buy something. Uh, What made you do Pampered Chef? Oh, I love Pampered Chef. But how long have you... Is this your first party? No, no, no. No? no. When was the last time you did one? It's been a few years, though. Okay. Been out of the the game, and uh, now I'm back in it. I might, I might. So. I actually was thinking last night as I was preparing something. I need a, uh, a, a like a skillet with a cover for it. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. I, there's, I've, I've always loved. I'm a kitchen gadget guy. I, I know mean, it's just uh, I can't stop myself from buying stuff. So uh, I'm going to be a consultant one day. Have my own. My aren't own you? Store. Aren't you already? If you're hosting a party, uh, you, you kind of got to get like uh, in. You know, it's it's, it's uh, you're on the ground floor of the pyramid scheme. Yeah, yeah, it's a pyramid scheme for yeah. sure. For sure. Uh, but uh, I thought I'd try to drag you. I sent you an invite. I don't think I got it. When? It's just now. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so. When is it? This weekend. Oh, no, I'm busy. I'm out of town. Man. No, I just doing? said it's it's a virtual online. I mean, you just look through the stuff and you pick I'm what you want. I'm virtually hammered all weekend. It's the best part about these is now, I mean, and listen, a lot of terrible things have happened, obviously, because of the pandemic. Uh, but one thing is now we don't have to have these things in person. I don't got to go to somebody's house okay. and sit around and blah, blah, blah. Just give me the deals. <laughs> what are you eyeballing for your pampered chef Everything. party? Now, do you actually purchase things as the host, or your, oh, your yeah. goal is to sell? Both, both. I mean, you get like a certain amount if you sell a certain amount. Uh-huh. But yeah, there's a, a, a there's a big cutting board I'd like. Uh, and um, want to cut your you, finger on that thing? Yeah, I want it. Well, you know, listen, Thanksgiving's coming up. You get a turkey. I don't have a proper, a nice, big cutting board. It's a big mess uh, at my house when uh, when I carve that bad boy. So, well, isn't it in the pan that you roasted in? Still? No, I don't do that. Oh. You take it out. Where do you take it out and put it on what? The ground. Uh, yeah, 
I mean, part of the fun of carving a turkey is fighting off the animals for it. <laughs> All right. This enjoy. Is this is devolved. I'll see you on Tuesday. Morning after with Nick and Big J. It's the X-Rock.